You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. Beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to At The Diner, the flagship podcast on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am one of your hosts today. We are a man short today. Um, Mr. Rambo, unfortunately, is not feeling well, uh, so we wish him a speedy uh, recovery for sure. But joining me on the podcast, uh, you know him, you love him. He is the most tenured GGR person other than <laughs> myself. Uh, his name is MC Brooks. Yeah, my, uh, I just realized, too, my anniversary was uh, like a week ago, like a week, week and a half ago. Well, shit. I guess I owe you like a bouquet of flowers, or something, don't I? <laughs> I like white roses. For that. There you go. All right. Good, good to know. Um, what we wanted to do is, uh, since our esteemed colleague, Mr. Rambo, is not joining us today, what we're going to do is we are actually going to talk about some stuff that he's not really into. Um, the first one he is into, he just hasn't been up to it um, as far as like watching it and those sorts of things. That's okay. You know, it happens. There's a lot of media to digest on the uh, on the web and uh, across all of the various streaming services. But it's Superman and Lois. So MC and I are gonna discuss uh, Superman and Lois, um, and then we're actually going to pivot to discussing sports. Again, something that everybody here at the Great Geek Refuge is into, but that's cool. You know, that's why we have like 8,000 different podcasts for you, uh, for your listening pleasure. So MC, let's start with Superman and Lois, man. I am all caught up on this show. Um, I I guess I was two episodes behind because I went to go watch um, what I thought was this week's episode, and I finished it, and then there was another one. I was like, oh, snap, there's two episodes. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm all caught up. Um, I, I kind of want to just kick it off, and like we'll kind of go back and forth here. I'm continually impressed by the show. They managed to not fall into the same uh, errors, I guess, that like Flash and um, Arrow fell into, where it's like, you get filler episodes that are kind of worthless. Mm-hmm. They've managed to really find the balance of what's exciting and interesting while still telling like three or four different storylines at the same time. Um, 
I, I love Tyler Hecklin as Superman. He is just absolutely fantastic. He gets I, I feel like he's got the personality down perfectly. But not only that, too, dude gets to flex his acting abilities because spoiler alert, if you have not seen it, don't listen because we're going to spoil it. Um, but like when he he's not only Superman in this season, he's also Bizarro. And oh, yeah. That's that's been fucking fun, dude. And like the the, the twist that they had with it. Where yeah, well, it because it, it like all signs were pointing to dark side. I, I feel like that was like the prevalent on the thing online was like, oh my god, are they doing dark side in season two? See, I thought it was Doomsday that they were gonna do. Or Doomsday, I'm sorry, not dark side. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah, because that was. Let me tell you about the the okie doke they pulled on us with that one. Because like that suit that he's wearing when he first shows up, that like weird like. I don't even know what you would call it. It wasn't like an armored suit. It was almost like an old, like old school diver suit, like yeah. a scuba suit. That's what Darkseid wore, or Darkseid, Jesus Christ, I just did Sorry. it too. Yeah. Um, that's what Doomsday was wearing when he showed up on Earth in um, in his fight with Superman. And eventually, like, Superman, like, beat through it and got to, like, uh, Doomsday underneath of it. But, like, man, and then, like, they rip open the suit, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not Doomsday. I was like, this right. is going to be cool. Um but additionally, too, like, it's not the Bizarro that I'm used to. The Bizarro I'm used to is just, like, goofy and, like, kind of, like, a joke. But, like, they're doing something much, I wouldn't say darker, a lot grittier than what I thought was going to be Bizarro. But also, too, now that you find out why he's there, like, this is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to see what's what's going to happen uh, with this season. Uh, kind of give me some of your takes yeah. and, the, and thoughts on those, too. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I mean, for for one, it's kind of amazing that the 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 guy behind one of the worst seasons of The Flash, Todd Helbing, he was responsible for seasons four and five, was the guy is the guy that has like made this arguably the best superhero show on the CW right now. Um, so I mean, that's that's first off. Uh, secondly, uh, you alluded to this like. You can't really ever know what to expect with the show. If you remember, like season one, we were all like, "Who is General Luther? Who is it? like, who is this? Who is this? Like, is this some sort of multiverse Lex Luther here? Like, what is going? What is going on?" And then, fucking Steel, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. out of nowhere. Like, y- y- like this this show manages to stay very grounded, but also keep you on your toes while also I feel like doing a really good job of like really kind of diving into and kind of like exploring a lot of different Superman lore. Um, and also even adding to the, even adding to the lore. Like I know in the comics he has had, like he's had different sons. Um, but this iteration we're seeing him with two, with, with, <laughs> with, with two sons, one of which has powers, one of which, may eventually get powers depending on you know if you've seen the leaks or not <laughs> um yeah I've, I've just been very very impressed like i, I wasn't sure if they were going to be able to keep the quality in in season two and i mean they they have managed to to to, to keep to keep up the same quality and also exceed it i mean these are i mean honestly these are some of the best superman action scenes i think that we've we've ever seen and and the fact that it's on a on a television show and the way that this filmed is almost very movie like. Like it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um I yeah, I, I this this show is just absolutely great. The bizarre the bizarro thing too, I'm I'm with you. Like 
my like my what I remember Bizarro was of him just being kind of weird and goofy looking. Um, but the other day I actually looked up and found out that like there there are certain iterations of Bizarro where he's like more of an anti-hero than a supervillain. So I wonder if that's kind of what they're doing with the Bizarro character this season, where the way he's presented came off very villainous, but based on kind of things we learned in just this past episode, seems like, okay, maybe maybe this is them going down the more anti-hero route, where he's not necessarily, like, good, um, but he's not necessarily opposed to our Superman either. Yeah, and that's... It's really interesting. Like, and again, too, like my, maybe my only Bizarro experience was like from uh, Super Friends and shit. But like, um, it's interesting seeing him like kind of dark. I mean, it's and again, too, like I'm not as as well versed in the comic books as a lot of people are. But like, yeah, it's it's really the way and they've explained it. They're like, it's from an alternate dimension where there's basically like another version of yourself there. So like, it makes sense that that's what's going on. But like. Instead of cold breath, he's got heat breath. And instead of uh, uh, heat vision, he's got cold vision. Like, it's 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 kind of interesting. And, like... And also, oh, yeah. what, what it does, too, is we're, we're, we're post-crisis. And to this point, we haven't really done a lot. Like, we as the viewers know that the multiverse still exists. But the characters in-universe don't know that it exists. And this is, as far as I know, I think the first the first time that we're seeing one of the characters in-universe uh, discover. They're like, oh, snap. Like, other worlds still exist beyond Earth Prime. And yeah, exactly. I don't, I, <clears throat> and so, like, I don't know, because, Tyler, I mean, Tyler Hecklin did kind of admit just this past week also that Superman and Lois is like, not really worrying about his connection to the Arrowverse, which is which is uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting statement because uh, people have been wondering for the longest of time, like, okay, it's like Superman and Lois, everyone's on the same Earth. Where is Kara? Where yeah. like where, where's where is Kara? Like we we learned that um like they they they're apparently um, there's a scene in in season one where um like clark or i think clark or lois picks up like a family photo um but this originally it was a picture of the two of them and Kara, but it was later changed to just be a picture of just the two of them and so fans have been wondering like okay like what is happening what is happening like why is there no supergirl connection and like in the in like in you know in our world like we understand why like melissa benoist is done with the role like she has moved on to the next stuff that she's gonna that she's gonna get involved in, which is not superhero, not superhero related. But in the universe, we don't have really have an ex, we don't really have an explainer an explainer for it. Um, yeah, which is weird. But I mean, like, there's again, it, it's just <clears throat> like to kind of tie it to stuff that we were talking about on yeah. other episodes of At the Diner. Like, it's very similar to the way James Gunn was describing like his usage of the Justice League in Peacemaker, where it's like, you know, hey, I was able to do these two people and like. You know, there's a reason why these other ones are not here, but they don't come out and say it. And like, right, it's, right, that's right. kind of the same vibe I'm getting with this too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like bizarre, bizarro coming from an alternate world, like it, it opens up, <clears throat> at least on to some extent in the main Arrowverse, that like 
they like some like someone in universe now knows on some level like oh the multiverse is still there and superman superman was a oh well no tyler superman was not a paragon brandon superman was a paragon okay so yeah. tyler also wouldn't wouldn't remember things from pre-crisis because he was he was not one of the paragons okay yeah so this actually okay this actually this okay it's consistent at the very least um it's 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 consistent in the very least because of because of that i i hadn't even thought of that until just now um but yeah like that's um that that so that's that's really exciting also and, and just to transition a bit to to uh the other title character i love what they're doing with lois on this show so far too i i love that unlike how iris gets treated on the flash we get to see lois have her own story we get to see her be a journalist and the thing i really like is ultimately we see how there there almost always ends up being some sort of connective tissue between what clark and lois have going on and even though individually you see them need to deal with you know the things they're dealing with on their in their own stories they're always they, they always are there for each other and they always show up for each other when when necessary and i think that is awesome and honestly i, I think it was episode one yeah i think episode one when they were dealing with when lois was dealing with all the stuff with natalie because you know yeah. it's not her kid but you know multiverse wise it, it genetically is and um like i just i like it, it it was very contentious to see like her and Clark like not be on the same page like that. But it was also a nice reminder that like even when they're not at their best, like ultimately they always find their way back to each other. And and they remember that they're a team. Like it's not it's not just Superman by himself. It's not just Lois by herself. Uh that, you know, together, regardless of whatever the thing is, they're they're going to come back together and face it. And yeah, like I, I, I absolutely love what they've done with Lois's character. Um, I'm really interested in this cult stuff that they have that they have going on, because um, I, I, I think that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm curious what the what the tie-in is, and who uh, which is the woman's name Annie? Is that is that the I think I can't uh, remember the name now. Uh, yeah, I gotta I, look it up. I, I think it's Annie. Um, but whatever whatever it is, like. I'm I'm very intrigued to see kind of what to to uh, to see where that's going, what the tie-in is to Bizarro, and also like is there a greater threat? Because like right now, like Bizarro is, is obviously not the big bad for the season. Um, this cult leader might be, but I feel like is there something, some something or someone else that's Allie, even Allie more? Alston. Uh, okay, Allie. Okay, yeah. So it makes me wonder if there is like. Is is there a another like kind of bigger threat? Like, is Doomsday actually going to show up? Were, were we just being teased with with uh, what they did with Bizarro, but then Doomsday eventually shows up because that is who Ali is actually trying to bring over or, or to this world or whatever. I'm 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 very I'm very interested. Yeah, I am too. And like that's the thing is they they love pulling the wool. Uh, over our eyes as far as like oh or tr basically like giving you like a, a faint where it's like yeah. hey this is what we're doing this is what we're doing oh wait no we're just kidding haha <laughs> here it is and like they've done that a couple of times now and it, it's worked to their benefit i mean i hope they don't like 
rely on that too much and it becomes like a gimmick kind of thing. But overall, like I love Superman and some yeah. good Superman stories in like on TV in in a movie. It does like it, this is what we need. This is what our, our, our world needs right now is we need stories of hope. And like yeah. it's it's nice to see this character that is the symbol of hope doing awesome Superman things. And like they're not shying away from that. Um, I wanted to pivot real quick to to John Kent, because you okay. and I had had a conversation about kind of where this character might be going. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't actually read about it or, or seen anything about it. But now it's not just it's it's both Kent's. It's, it's both Kent boys are yeah. now showing powers, one of them because they naturally occurred. The other one because uh, John took uh, the ex kryptonite. Yeah. And like the Jordan and John like back and forth has been really, really interesting because like at first there was a lot of contentiousness there and John was like pissed. John was, yeah. was like not jealous, but like, yeah, yeah jealous. Yeah, I, guess I, is think, the right yeah, word. Yeah. I think it fits. I mean, yeah. if you think about kind of who he, who he was in, um, um, I can't even think of the name of the city, but if you think of Metropolis. where, like, yeah, 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 think of where he was in Metropolis, where he was one of the coolest kids in school, had the the hot girlfriend, had like the crazy, the crazy, amazing social life, like life was good, and like all of that gets uprooted, and he ends up in this really small town. He's not the best player on the football team, you know, like it's it's very jarring, and then like kind of looks over. And I think this is a very human response. I don't want to say it to denigrate him, but like he kind of just looks over and like his his kid, his his brother, who I'm sure he he obviously loves. He doesn't he doesn't dislike his brother. But all of a sudden, Jordan is the one kind of getting all the things that um, that he wanted from that John wanted had and things that he still wanted for himself. And all of a sudden, Jordan is one of the best players on the football team. You know, uh, I don't. I don't think John ever wanted Sarah, but like, you know, like now, now, now Jordan has the girlfriend. Like Jordan has the social life. He's he has powers now. So like, it seems like he's kind of getting more favor from the from his parents, uh, which is understandable when your dad is Superman, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but like, I, I I can get how the jealousy exactly manifested. You know. Yeah, I, I do too. And what's what's interesting about this, and again, spoilers. So if you don't want to hear this, don't listen. Uh, I can see now the way his personality has shifted a little bit. How him being that kind of like '90s Superboy, like punk, yeah, really could work because he's starting to really embody that that personality and like. I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen. And like, I, I wonder how they're going to power these kids, you know, like, oh, are for they, sure. yeah. Is it just going to be a thing where it just like clicks one day and they're both just like fully powered? Or is it just going to be this weird thing where it kind of continues like this, where they don't really have them, but they do, but they don't like, I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do this. Uh, Cause and, ultimately more, more, more Kryptonians with powers sounds like fun. Oh, 1000%. Honestly, <laughs> it's funny seeing all of this considering like where it's like Supergirl, their finale had a whole thing with like uh, with uh, with uh, Kryptonians in their final season. And it was funny to not see Superman or either of the either of uh, the, the kids be there for it. That's neither here nor there. 
Yeah. Um, that's weird. Someone, okay. some, but that's, I was on Twitter the other day. Someone actually kind of brought up a, a really interesting point as far as, so they're, the, the boys are being trained right now. And it seems very likely that just at some point, one or both of them are going to end up in the field. Oh, yeah. So sure. the question then becomes, what are they going to do about disguises? Because this is it's not as it's not as simple as, well, in Clark's case, and as goofy as it sounds like the glasses are making the, that's the difference. He's you know with the glasses on Clark Kent takes him off Superman. But neither Jordan or uh, John wear glasses. So and, and like so what exactly is going to be there? Like, are they going to eventually get disguises? Because they're they're rec- they're going to be recognizable. And anyone with a brain in that universe will be able to decipher, oh, these are two kids who, you know, have laser eyes, some some sense of speed, some sense of super strength. They must be the sons of Superman, which must mean that their dad is Superman. Yeah. And, and you know, that just kind of opens, you know, opens uh, the wormhole there for just a, a ton of a ton of different things. So it, like I kind of wonder what they're like, is that something that's going to be addressed there um, with with with, you know, both Jordan and uh, Jordan and John? Because from the images that I, I shared with you, like we we know that that in in John's case, that's not there is like some behind the scenes footage where it seems like he's in public and he just has the suit on, but like no no actual mask or anything. Well, that's the thing I'm wondering is like because and again too, this is like based on like the the things that you were showing me that that have kind of made the rounds on uh, social media already. Um, if that's what John Kent's going to do and he's going to pull that whole like punk Superboy look, that makes a pretty good uh, disguise considering he's kind of the straight laced um, jock of the two of them. And like that look does look vastly different than what he normally looks like. That's true. So, That's... yeah, I mean, that that could be a disguise. It's a possibility, you know? Yeah. And I also wonder, too, because um, they're doing like the whole. I don't know how to describe like uh, super children thing with the military. Yeah. But like, I wonder if I wonder if that's also going to be part. If that's going to end up being part. Like, if that ends up being kind of like an explainer for it, uh, because you know Lois's dad still has he still has the connection to the, to the to military there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, yeah. I'm just I'm 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 unsure. I'm I'm really unsure, but I I am very curious to see just kind of what they end up what they end up doing with them and like our, well, we know, uh, we know that John is, has a suit, but I wonder if Jordan will have one and if he'll adopt one of the, one of the ones from the, um, one of the ones from the comics, like some version, like, is, is he, are they, are they going to, is he, is he going to do the Connor look with just the shirt, <laughs> the shirt, the shirt and pants? Uh, yeah, exactly. Is there, yeah. is, is he going to have just like a, like a, a suit that kind of is more similar to his dad's? Um, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be really curious to see just kind of exactly how they, um, how they, how they play that out with the, with the two, with the two of them. And I, I'll also say this too. I know like a, a lot, a lot of people were really worried about, you know, the, 
like a Superman show where he has children and the children are going to get kind of equal focus. But I think Jordan and John have been like a welcome addition to the show. I don't feel like either of their stories have really taken me out of what's been going on with Superman. No, and, no me neither. Same. I totally agree. And and it, and like I said earlier, like it just it adds to the lore. You know, we're seeing we're seeing now that characters that have popped up in these shows or have gotten their own adaptations. You know, John Diggle from Arrow ended up becoming part of the the green the the Arrow comics of the last ten years. It will Diggle and Felicity have been part of the the Green Arrow comics. Uh, the current Batwoman, uh, Ryan Ryan Wilder, now has a comic now has a comic run um, that she that she's a part of. So, you know, if this leads to Jordan, because I know John is already you know there's there are already versions of John in the comics, but if Jordan ends up becoming part of it, like cool, I, I'd be I'm really interested to see what they what they end up doing with him. Yeah, I am too, and and I hundred uh, percent agree as far as like the concept of this doesn't take me out of the superman stories and uh, yeah it's it's that's what makes the superman stories good though is when you humanize them and you actually yeah. like make it about his struggle of trying to be he's he's a human he's trying to be a human but he's not like he was raised by humans he's given this this moral fiber and like those stories are important and you're seeing it from the struggles of his kids now too because they're like now we know that our dad is the greatest superhero on the planet and coming to grips with that and like coming to grips with the fact that they're not fully human. And additionally, like what that means for them, like early on when, when Jordan got the powers and John didn't, I was like, man, how is that going to mess with him? Like, that's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Like this is, this is a really interesting take that they're doing on things. And like, yeah, and, and now we're starting to see it. And, like, that's the other thing, too, is they've done a really, really good job of crafting a storyline that interconnects to everything from the previous season. And, like, not like a, hey, remember when we talked about this one thing? No, it's a consistent thing. And, like, you've seen it with John. John, like, little by little is getting a little more frustrated, a little more angry, a little, like, a little shittier with people. And, like, yeah. especially, too, like, when he was like, man, I, I'm sitting on the bench you know, I'm the better quarterback and I got to watch this other dude like play. <laughs> and I know that he's on drugs. That's that's messed up. And like, is did he make the wrong decision in taking the ex kryptonite? Yeah. But at the same time, too, like. I think anybody who's been in the position before can totally understand why he did what he did. Oh, yeah, a, a, a thousand percent. And it also makes me wonder, too, um, is this like. I, I, I'm really curious to see how it's going to be handled whenever Clark finds out. Whenever oh, yeah. or, Clark and whenever both he and Lois find out, I feel I feel like Jordan has an inkling of it because of how just kind of out of nowhere it happened. But he, but I mean, and even in this last episode, you could tell he was mainly just excited. He was really excited with you know, even though you know John like they only manifested when John got really angry. Um. But I feel like Jordan is going to find out probably before the parent, before Clark and Lois do. But then I'll be curious to see how they, they kind of how they handle it. And then, and then even in that regard, will John keep the powers long term? Like, is he gonna, is this going to be kind of like a, like a, like a Monica Rambeau situation in Wandavision, where because she went back and forth, you know, into Westview all those times. 
the powers manifested. We saw her powers like fully manifest at the end, where she had where she 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 had those powers. She she was able to absorb that energy. So I wonder, like in John's case, is it going to be like is 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 this ex kryptonite just going to be like the the starter thing that just that pulls the powers out of him, and then he has them long term, or is it a thing where maybe they only pop up if he takes the ex kryptonite? Yeah, I'm I'm wondering. Yeah, is it is it going to be a catalyst where maybe like his, you know, like his Kryptonian DNA was just kind of laying dormant, and there was just yeah. something. This is going to be the thing kickstarts it, or was he never going to get them? Yeah, is it a temporary thing? I'm I'm super curious as well. Um, what's interesting too, and like, it's kind of a cop out, but I'm okay with it. Like, so at the end of season one, when he's fighting, um. Crap, I just... Talro, I think his yeah, name Talro. is... Yeah, Talro. Yeah, when he's fighting Talro, um, and Talro destroys um, Jor-El in the Fortress of Solitude. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, now that you've defeated uh, Talro, you can just take his Fortress of Solitude, and then that's in the desert. And so it was like, all right, I guess. Like, <laughs> why, just, <laughs> why destroy the other one if you're just going to have another... Like, it was just... It's yeah. fine. And now it's like, hey, look, now here's Superman's mom instead of Superman's dad. And I'm like, uh, OK, <laughs> cool, I guess. But it's just it, that seems it seemed unnecessary. But that's really like that. And like I've, I've jokingly referred to my only other gripe with the show is that Superman has five o'clock shadow constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are like my only gripes with the show. And those are real nitpicky. You it's know? funny because like now that you said that, I can I can't not see it whenever I'm, I'm watching. Right. Like, oh, it's uh, especially, too, if you've ever seen, like, the original Superman movies with Christopher Reeve, where, like, it was Superman 3, the one with Richard Pryor, where he ends up splitting into two versions of himself, good Superman and evil Superman. And evil Superman has five o'clock shadow. So every time I see five o'clock shadow on <laughs> Superman, that's immediately what I associate with it. <laughs> and, like, it's it's fine, you know, because, like, again, Tyler Hecklin's so fucking good as Superman. Who cares? But I'm just wondering if, it, like, if it's just one of those things, is he one of those guys that even if he shaves at like eight o'clock in the morning by like ten thirty, he's already got five o'clock shadow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Homer Simpson, where he would shave and his beard would immediately pop back up. Yeah, just like. <laughs> I mean, like I, I mean, that is one. Th I I relate. I relate to that. Like I used to deal with yeah. that before I grew my beard out, which is yeah. I would shave and then literally like a day or two later, like it's already it's already growing back in. Like ah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a constant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any like final predictions as far as like, like, there's still half the season, half the season left, and as far as I know, they they don't have any more breaks. So like, we're getting like just weekly episodes from here on out. Like, yep. do you have any predictions where you think it's gonna go? Anything you'd like to see pop up? I I want to see the problem that I'm having with this is the same thing I had with season one, is like I don't see where it's going, and that's what's cool. I actually really enjoy that it's not predictable and it's been fun because of that. And I, I like that they seemingly paint themselves in the corners and then find really creative ways out of them. So like, I'll, for example, um, Bizarro wants to kill Allie Alston. We all know that Superman's not going to allow that because you don't kill. That's Superman doesn't kill. That's, that's one of, that's the way he's been for as long as I can remember. I mean, like, granted, there are some... I mean, yeah, there's exceptions, yeah. Yeah, there are some instances where he breaks that rule or whatever, you know? But, like, for the most part, he's not going to allow somebody else to kill someone else unless that is the only route. And 
that's going to make this really – I mean because what's going to end up happening is, is he's going to realize – Superman's going to realize that like Bizarro is kind of right because Allie Elson's causing all these problems because of her cult that she has. But then at the same time too, he's going to want to take matters into his own hands and kill her and Superman's going to be like, no, I can't let you do that. Right. So that's where I'm predicting this goes. I just don't know how it's going to play out. And yeah. that's great because I love when I can't figure out what's going to happen next. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. with you, too. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you 110 percent. That's my favorite thing about the show. I don't I, I don't know what I'm going to get every week. Yeah. Um, and and like, again, like last year with with the, the steel reveal and then Tauro, you know, kind of showing up that like I mentioned it earlier, like I, I feel like there's another like big bad on the horizon or just behind the scenes somewhere. I just don't know who, I don't know who exactly it is. I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's going, if it, if it is just Ali and Bizarro together, is there, cause like I said, with, with Bizarro, I, I like, I think he'll be antagonistic to Superman simply because, you know, they have opposing, like Bizarro wants to kill. But I think Superman also realized, like you mentioned, Superman realizes that Bizarro is not necessarily wrong in feeling like, Allie needs to be stopped. Yeah. So, like, I just wonder if the conflict between the two of them is going to lead to is going to lead to whatever the big the the next big bad ends up being. Like, if is it is is it Doomsday that ends up that ends up popping up? Is it another multiverse version? Because I, I I did like early this season. I was very curious whether like are we going down like a League of Supermen type of ordeal here like is that is that where we're going are we trending it are we trending in that direction i really love that movie that movie was awesome um, oh the animated one yeah the yeah, death is super death uh death of superman and reign of the Superman. yeah oh, yeah. Love, I, yeah i, I never watched the great. movie but i read the comic books back in the day um like mid 90s and i loved that storyline like superman fights doomsday you know superman seemingly dies you know defeating doomsday and then you get steel you get the uh last son of krypton which was uh the um eradicator superman uh then you also had cyborg superman and you had superboy um and they, the, well, it, yeah well it's fun. now now that you say it i mean they they in theory could do something like that with you have the Super Sons, you have Steel. You could you could have Bizarro stay like be in place of Cyborg Superman or Eradicator Superman, and you could just have that be the be the squad and that eventually revives Clark. If Doomsday ends up being like the 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 bigger the bigger bad behind the scenes, but I could see they could definitely go down that route. Now that I think about it, yeah, especially that since. Was... Go ahead. I was gonna say like that that series of of comics in general was so weird because they basically were just like killing everybody like they killed <laughs> they killed Super, they killed superman right and then like additionally later they end up having hal jordan basically turn into a villain they have hal oh, jordan parallax? turn into parallax yeah like that and like let me tell you a lot of people like don't like that they were like oh well you know that that was uh that's not hal jordan's character that's not in his nature I, okay cool but it was dope <laughs> as fuck watching him just flip out and being like, okay, so uh, Mo Mongol destroyed Coast City, um, Green Lantern Corps, I want you to rebuild it. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. And he's like, all right, cool, fuck all of you. And he killed everybody and took all of their rings. <laughs> and he was just like, fuck it. Like, again, not the best move ever, but kind of dope to watch. Like, 
wasn't it wasn't it retcon too like that didn't they like have some like w- really weird retcon for yeah for that to allow how, yeah yeah they were like they were like oh it turns out the parallax is this yellow fear demon and he possessed hell and i'm like that's fucking lame just like <laughs> have your hero be bad i i get that you know like they don't want that ever but like it was kind of fucking cool yeah. like yeah the, it, I, it, like it's it's kind of what made the the injustice comics so interesting like we know superman is not evil like we 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 know this but to see him be so dramatically opposed to so many of the other heroes like in that yeah. you, it was kind of like, it was kind of, it was kind of dope and then on some level you kind of, you kind of like like i kind of i kind of get it like like if 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 a villain that my colleague refused to like put down for good took out my wife and kids i would probably rage out too yeah a little bit you know like this is your <laughs> fucking fault batman like yeah. you know if you just stop being such a bitch all the time you know like that's <laughs> I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing you know obviously but like yeah no totally i i 100 agree and um that's what i mean honestly i like those stories like that and again too i know there are so many people who are so obsessed with like no this is against the character like okay cool but that's also real there there have been so many people who are like like real people like real human beings who have been who make a bad decision like stress causes them to make bad decisions and like if you want these characters to be full of depth and have you know unique traits and things like that you kind of have to take some risks with them sometimes at least that's my opinion on it you know oh yeah no a a hundred a Hundred ten percent, and because that it's all, it it all it for one it adds to the overall lore of these characters. I mean, we we see this with with pretty much anyone. Like everyone has different iterations of characters from different comic runs or different adaptations that they prefer. Some people prefer the Man of Steel, Henry Cavill Superman. Some prefer um, Christopher Reeve. Some prefer uh, the animated series or from any of the Justice League cartoons. Some prefer just different runs of the comics. Like, no, no one is wrong for liking the ones that they like. And like you said, like it, th- there are so many different adaptations that you can get, that you can use. And there are different ways that you can end up having really cool stories being told based on a really weird run that happened here or a different take on the character that, that happened here. I mean, like these characters ultimately just end up being vehicles for like messages that the writers want to get out. Sometimes like sometimes they're as deep as reminding you that, you know, Superman is basically like is, is an immigrant and you can tell, you can tell really cool, interesting and unique stories by using that versus sometimes you just want him to go sometimes the story is just he's going to go punch nazis and there's not there's really nothing else to it other than we really just wanted to see him go fuck up some nazis and that's like there's nothing wrong with with either way you want to use the character in that regard you know because all all it really comes down to is like did you did you write it well because no one will care if you write if you write the if you write the story well if you write the character well no one will bitch or moan or be like oh no that's not that they'll be like you know that's actually kind of fucking cool. I'm with it. Yeah, and and I think mo- there there's very few purists I feel 
who are gonna well no i, I take that back you know yeah, we, the internet. We, we, yeah, we exist in a in a world where the, the, that's all you hear is just people talking about that sort of stuff all the time but yeah for the most yeah. part like i think there's enough open-minded people that are that want to see fun unique stories and yeah so I hope they do some interesting shit. They have done some interesting shit so far. So, I mean, like, C-Dub, keep it up, man. Y'all are doing some some cool shit yeah. with Superman. And um, honestly, like, I kind of hope... I don't know if it's going to happen. I kind of hope they do some cool shit with, with Batman. Because they've they've teased us a bunch with, with that. Where they're like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to do anything with Batman. But are we? We might. Eh, not really. But maybe we will. And it's just like... Just fucking give it to us. Like that's that's how I feel now at this point. It's just like just give us some cool Batman shit. That's that's all we want. Like I mean, the Batman comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, which like couple a weeks tease, a tease to a uh, to a, a friend of the show, um, Ulysses E. Campbell has actually seen it. Um, oh, and dope. We, we are gonna have him on after the movie is released because he cannot currently talk about it at all because um, it's on an embargo. But once the movie comes out, we're going to have him on to discuss the movie because um, um, I can't say any more because I got to respect the man's role in, in, in these movies and not say anything like because I know he can get in trouble if, if we say too much. So, yeah, 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 for sure. So Just, that be yes. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll say it after you finish. Yeah. No, what I was going to say was is like I'm still I, I've made it clear on on the at the, the diner airwaves how I feel about going to movie theaters. I'm not a huge fan. And I'm like seriously putting in thought about going to see this movie. If that, if that tells you anything, how excited I am about about the new Batman movie, like that should tell you something. Because normally, I'm like, nope, I'll just wait. But now I'm kind of like, well, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll go see it. I, I it looks really good. No, I'm 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 with you 110. percent I, I the I haven't been to a theater in months. <laughs> um, I, I don't like. I know rates are going down and that is a good, that is absolutely a good thing. Um, but yeah, like I'm not fully there yet, but this movie is like this movie. It, this might be a Thursday night opening night, you know, kind of ordeal to go see it. Cause I, everything we have seen regarding this movie is, has just, is like completely epic. Um, we, we know because, uh, Matt Reeves has been saying this since he, you know, was brought on as a director that this is a, this is a different take that they are very focusing. They're focusing heavily on the, the noir detective aspect of, yeah. of Batman, as opposed to just the, you know, superhero, you know, uh, version. And I think that that can be really, really interesting. And the way that the trailers have been done is really creepy version of the Riddler, um, I'm, I'm really here for, uh, Zoe Kravitz, I mean, Zoe Kravitz looks like the next, like, she looks like she's going to be the next great Catwoman. Um, oh, yeah. in, 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 in the Batman franchise, like right up there with, um, Eartha Kitt and, um, Michelle um, Pfeiffer. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very, very, very excited. And, um, the thing I was going to say just a moment ago is there, I don't know if there's any truth to it. This is. You know, but you know, Jensen Ackles has a he apparently is signing on to do something with the CW and Berlanti Productions is involved, which kind of seems to hint that it's going to be a, a hero series of some sort. And 
some people are speculating that this that we could be getting a Batman show. It could it could I mean it could it could be someone else it it, it could be literally anyone else, but some people are wondering that like because Jensen did like a really good Batman cosplay like a year like two years ago I, th- I want to say a really good Batman cosplay. Has he also voiced him in the animated stuff? No, he he no no you're thinking of Red Hood. He he oh, okay. he, 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 uh, he he well he. He did a really he did a really great Red Hood um, costume also and 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 people for years were like trying to get him to show up on Arrow as Red Hood because yeah. they just think it, it'd be really dope. Not to mention he was on Supernatural, so like he already would have it would be very easy because they all film near each other. Yeah, um, for him to do it. But yeah, I know he's he's voiced Red Hood. I, he I mean maybe he has voiced Bat- Batman. I, I'm not sure, but I know this, like people are are wondering like it like. Is that is that is that what's going to what's going to end up happening? Like, are we going to get like a an like a uh, an air, a Batman version of a Batman a version of Batman in the Arrowverse? Because he's been hinted at on he's been hinted at on Arrow, he's been hinted at on through three seasons of Batwoman. Um, he's been mentioned he's been mentioned in, on Flash and in other places. So like, is this it? Not sure, but uh, you know. We, hopefully, hopefully they'll be yeah. let us, letting us know something soon. I still got to say, I can't even remember exactly what episode it was. I want to say it was one of the crossover ones that they had, but they're in Gotham City. Yeah, you know, it was one of the crossovers. They're in Gotham City and they're talking about Batman oh, yeah. and yeah, like yeah. Batwoman. And yeah, it was when uh, Ruby Rose Elseworlds. was still Batwoman. Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Barry basically fanboys about Batman. He was just like... <laughs> He's like the Batman is real. Like it was so fucking funny. Like I absolutely loved that. That was just like, and it's it was so in character for for the Flash to be like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I think that that'll wrap us up for this episode of At the Diner. You got to hear us gush about Superman and Lois. You got to hear us talk a little bit more about some uh, some DC news. But we are gonna pivot. So tune into the next episode, which will also be on At the Diner. But you can also check it out on our GGR post game feed as well which is all about uh sports so we'll be talking sports next uh make sure you check out the website it's greatgeekrefuge.com lots of great articles lots of great podcasts we have a new one it's called the gamer den featuring our very own jay dilla and russ brown uh the opaque senator you guys have heard him on the airwaves as well they're talking video games it's good stuff man you should check out their first episode it's up on um i well not itunes that doesn't exist anymore um (laughs) apple podcasts (laughs) amazon on Audible, on pretty much any of the streaming services that you listen to podcasts, except for Spotify, because they can fuck themselves. So, on that note, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, hopefully, Mr. Rambo is back with us. We're uh, hoping he recovers quickly. Um, but yeah, again, for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, we love you, we appreciate you, and remember, there are no heights that we can't reach together.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!